0: Welcome to another episode of the Best of Fives, and this is the show that can happen anywhere with anyone and can be about anything. Today I am joined by another Neo-Zazz uh, podcaster who's joined a bunch of different shows, uh, Dave slash Smitty. Hello there. Hi. So today our topic is the top five things to binge watch. We originally said the top five things to binge-watch on Netflix, but really that was just because Netflix is the the top thing that everybody binge-watches on. But really, there's other things to binge-watch. So we just said, what are the top five things to binge-watch? And um, I think before we get into any of our lists, what we should talk about is what we decided was the criteria for making our lists.
1: That's a good point because... This is one where I spent a lot of time and I had a lot, I had a huge long list that I had to just shave down and I just had to throw things off of it because I, I think I had like 30 things on my list that I had to shave down to five. So there, I had to come up with rules Yeah. reasons, right?
0: And for me, it wasn't so much that my list was that long. It was just that, um, I had, I had a hard time going, what do I knock off my list? Yeah. And, 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 and once I knock stuff off my list, how do I order my list? Because it really, there is so much good stuff out there right now to binge watch. I mean, we are in an era of binge watching right now. Right. And so it was very difficult to really narrow down what I thought were the top ones. And one of my rules right off the bat had to be, I can only choose one Marvel property.
1: <laughs> That's really good because I... Same thing. I was putting all the Marvel stuff up there, and right. I, I almost put all four of the Netflix ones on one line as right. an excuse, but yeah, no. exactly. And it
0: was, like, it was like, okay, so I only get one Marvel property. Okay. And then, you know, I, I also had another rule, which was I kind of have to I, – I can't just go all dramas. I can't go all – Sci fi, I can't go. I have to round out my list mm. to have some comedy in it. Yeah, I have to have some. It, it has to be kind of a rounded out list. It can't just be a you know, another it's this sci fi, this sci fi, this sci fi, this fight or this drama, this drama, this drama, this drama. It has to be kind of a rounded out list. So that was another one of my roles.
1: Yeah, um, I tried to vary it up as well. Um, I also tried not to put on too much that was things that were. On streaming, but had been on like t- regular TV beforehand. Okay. Right. I I ended up with some of those, but I didn't want to because there's a lot of those that, you know.
0: See, I, I didn't I didn't really do that because most yeah. of my TV watching is binge at this
1: point. As is as is mine. Yeah. I, I never watch regular TV anymore, yeah, but I yeah. know which ones started on regular television. And right. we record. Yeah. I record a lot of regular television. Yeah.
0: But I I usually save up a few episodes and then and then binge yeah. through them. So. That that's an interesting rule that you made. Yeah, and I, it's I, it's, I, it's,
1: a, it's a more of a guideline than a rule. <laughs> <laughs>
0: guideline. Yeah. But uh, but I think that guideline would have affected my list. I
1: sure. I mean, if I if we had to just go on pure things that were only on streaming services, it's a slightly different list. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the other thing was I tried to avoid the big obvious ones to some degree. Mm. I tried to because you know everyone knows about. Breaking Bad it's available on Netflix you know everyone loves it yes you should binge watch everyone knows you should binge watch the whole thing if you haven't seen it right fine great I'm not going to put that on the list everyone knows all that already I tried to put some things on there that maybe people don't know about you know I don't know it's it's, I, I don't have a lot of hard and fast rules for this one I just had a lot of vaguely algorithms you know. and guidelines to help me narrow it down so it's going to be an odd list I with a I lot do. of honorable
0: mentions uh, yeah well, I don't have as many honorable mentions as I did in our last podcast but oh, okay. I, have, I have quite a few
1: I also decided to put one on there that I knew you would hate
0: oh awesome <laughs> that's great I mean that's perfect
1: yeah um,
0: <laughs> for sure <laughs> Oh, I think I know what it is. Uh, you
1: probably do. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, but I had the choice of two. Although you probably picked the one that I. You probably know the one I picked. But there are two. Yeah. We'll get we, there we, when we, we yeah. get there. All
0: right. So so all right. So we've got some of the rules that we talked about, and um, uh, let's start in with. The number five, and I'm going to defer to you since I opened up
1: the session. All right. So my number five is streaming on Hulu, ah. and it is a comedy western that I had never heard of until Melissa turned it on one day while we were hanging out at my house. Interesting. And it is hilarious. It's I, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it, it it's so it's called Quick Draw and it is this guy who it's it's a western takes place in the late 1800s in some i forget some town in kentucky or somewhere mm-hmm. and this guy who is a harvard law he, he graduated harvard law and then he moved out to be like the the marshal of this tiny town okay. or whatever and he's a blowhard you know he th- he never misses an opportunity to say he went to harvard right. you know and he's he's a complete idiot well it's not kind of an idiot but he's a, he's a, kind of a buffoon character a buffoon yeah except that he can fucking outshoot anybody oh, which is his oh, saving grace right like that'll get <laughs> kind of gets him out of a lot of situations right because he can't actually quick draw and shoot so
0: it's it's very much the kind of like the maverick character
1: who can outdraw everybody but can't
0: shoot where shit Okay, okay. And, and, and so so his thing is like he can intimidate, right, right with the uh, draw, yeah. but he can't shoot her shit. But, yeah. but so it's
1: this is the one where like he yeah. he and, and everyone. There's the colorful you know set of characters in town. There's the mortuary yeah. mortician guy. There's the, the 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 woman in the brothel and oh. the, the the really dumb assistant deputy guy. You know <laughs> and. It's and of course there's the criminals that come in and out of town. And he's got to take care of them. There's there's a neighboring town which is made up of freed slaves, and they're <laughs> way more civilized than this white town. You know, it's so funny. Uh, it's sounds it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I've the thing is, it's it's it. Hulu. So yeah. like, who who the hell watches anything on Hulu? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> who who actually subscribes to it? Right.
1: I uh, I use Melissa's account. All right. <laughs>
0: My number five is something that Matt introduced me to on my last, very recent trip to Orlando, and it's something that I can't believe that I hadn't watched before. But we talked, Matt and I actually talked about why I hadn't watched this before, and it's basically because um, when I was in Canada, I'm Canadian for anyone who doesn't know that. uh, When I was in Canada, we got like a lot of the British TV shows. Like I didn't have to look for British comedies and British TV shows and and that stuff. It was just on our stations, right? And so in in the intervening years, I've been in the U.S. for almost 20 years now, I I haven't actively sought out British television because to me it just should be on TV. And so I, I miss a ton of it. And like I, I, missed Sherlock for the first while until oh, you right. turned me onto it, and I missed you know those those are the types of mm-hmm. things that I'm talking about. Where it's, it's like I should know about this stuff, but I don't because it's not on my telephone. It's not on my stupid fucking box. Um, and this follows into that, and it's the IT crowd.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I binge watched this while I was at Matt's on one weekend where we also had. Pretty much our itineraries booked. Right. And I still binge watched the entire series. It was that good.
1: I've tried to watch that and I just didn't I couldn't get into it. Oh. Oh I don't know what it is. It's God. like something about the characters did not sit well with me.
0: I I The internet episode alone <laughs> blew my yeah. mind. It was just Ah uh, I, I ate it up. I ate yeah, up like yeah, every I, spoonful of Benny Hill that I ever ate. <laughs> I, I ate that up just the same way. Yeah. It, was, it was that much fun.
1: I'm in the minority because it's a very popular show. Oh, yeah. I know,
0: but it, I, and British comedy is that way. Yeah. It, it hits her misses for people, especially people on this side of the pond. Um, it really hits her misses. Yeah. And for me, this one just knocked it out of the park.
1: Yeah. Number four. So my number four is well known to both of us and I only put it on and it's not uh, you know it's not Pure to streaming it was on a actual cable channel first and I put it on this list just because it you can just sit down and you can actually I have binge watched this thing several times over it's watchable at any time I never cease to love every aspect of the show and it's Archer
0: that's on my list.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It could have been higher. I just threw it on there because, like, I every time I show it to someone, we binge watch a whole season. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, Archer's one of those things that um, one episode is just a freaking tease. Yeah. Right? Like, you watch one episode and you say, yeah, that's the only one I got on my on my DVR. And it's like, why the fuck don't you have the rest of the season? Like, right. Like, are you fucking stupid? Um Sort of thing, right? It's like you cannot get just a dose of Archer. You need that whole yeah. injection.
1: And even like the last couple seasons, where some people thought it it faltered or or didn't. I I don't know. I I love watching these characters do whatever they do. The episode where they were stuck in an elevator the whole time. Yeah, like I, I watch these people sit and do yeah. nothing for a half an hour. It's
0: fucking hilarious. And the thing I like about Archer a lot is that. They explore all co- all of the characters in yeah. depth. You know, it's like one season to the next. You, you never know who's going to be uh, the two main characters of that season or the the main focus of that season. Like the the one where they did the the buddy between Archer and Pam was one of my favorite <laughs> seasons. Like, yeah. it was just yeah, it was just yeah.
1: brilliant. And it's it's a it's one of those shows where it's nonstop jokes. None. you can just keep counting. You'll you'll and miss them. And almost all
0: yeah. of them hit. Yeah, every, almost every bloody yeah. one of them hits home. And even if they're raunchy bad jokes, <laughs> you still you're still. Even my wife sitting on the other side <laughs> of the couch, it will still sit there and chuckle at the joke. Yeah, and that's when I know that they're hitting it good because, you know, my wa- wife doesn't like all of the raunchy comedy I like, and she doesn't like all that. But when I'm sitting there watching Archer with her. She's laughing at all the same stuff I'm laughing at. And she's like groaning at all the same stuff I'm groaning (laughs) at. And we're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my number four is... It's hard to say binge watching. Because it's only been out for one season. But... It's on Netflix now. And... To anybody who can watch only one episode of this, I give you very much credit because I watched the first episode of this uh, on DVR right after it aired. And and this is one of the things where we were talking about, you know, this this aired on TV and it's going to air again. Um, And I watched this and I was like, son of a bitch, where's my next episode? And then I watched the next one. And I was like, "Son of a bitch, where's my next episode?" And then when it came out on Netflix, I watched binge watched the hell out of it again. And it's The Expanse. Mm. Um, this is probably the best hard sci-fi I've seen on TV in years, um, and it's on sci-fi of all places. <laughs> right. Like, like yeah. sci-fi used to be sci-fi. Originally, was pretty cool. And then it got to be like the. It was the most terrible TV on the planet. Um, the only saving grace it had was like a, a Stargate or whatever it was. Right. And now they're actually funding really good television shows. And The Expanse, I think, is the best thing they've funded ever. I've read the books now. The the series led me to read the books. Read the books, and I read the books now. um I am so stoked for where this is going to go. This is probably the best television we're going to get in a long, long time.
1: I agree that it's very good sci-fi and good world building and it was pretty decent. I don't know that it's the best. For me, it wasn't as good as some of the other stuff. Okay. But, uh, you know, uh, I see what you're going for. I, I, I like I it. I think
0: it's just good hard sci-fi.
1: It's good hard sci-fi,
0: you know? Yep. And we haven't had good hard sci-fi yeah. on TV for so long. Yeah. That, that this is like, um, I, I also think now that I've read the books, the casting is spot on. Okay. Uh, the, the casting is spot on. The, uh, transition from book to, uh, screen very difficult thing to do many times yes. and, and in this case especially spot on uh, they added a few things they <clears> removed <throat> a few things they you know because you have to when, you, when you're when you transitioning sure. from books to TV and or books to screen and I thought that they captured everything that I wanted to see
1: yeah so
0: nice. yeah The Expanse comes in at number four
1: cool okay my number three is I had to I had to put a British show on here yeah. because I have watched, you know, whatever the channel they start on in in England, mm-hmm. they end up on Netflix. Yep. And I've watched several of them: Luther, and River, and you know, well, of course, Sherlock. Um, I I almost put Sherlock on my list, but it's yeah, it's obvious. It's like, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it, obviously. But it's not a bingey thing.
0: Oh, we'll have to talk about I guess
1: it Sherlock could there. be a bingey thing. I don't know. We'll
0: I, have to talk about Sherlock. It, it, okay. We'll talk about it in the honorable mentions. Yeah. Because it's on my honorable it,
1: Right. It, same here. So I wanted to bring one on that I don't think people know about. Okay, good. Um, and this is called Broadchurch. Ooh. There's only one season that I know of. There's only one season on Netflix so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, David Tennant is uh, in it. All right, very from very Doctor. Fantastic. Who. This guy's great. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And uh, Olivia Colman is the other lead. There. So what happens is like there's a there's a murder in this small town in, in England. Uh, let's see, we've never heard that before. Yeah. Um, but. Um, and she's a cop and, and he's like this cop that came from somewhere else to get transferred in and he's got weird psychological issues and he's, he's sort of like this uh, Cumberbatch Sherlock type of character oh, okay. he's like very kind of weirdly antisocial right. but super smart fuzz, but yeah not, eh, not not quite, not, not quite hot as more, more, more like Sherlock okay. weirdly antisocial but super smart and she's got to try and now they've been teamed up to try and solve this thing. And she knows everyone in the town because she grew up there. Yep. And it's, you know, just so it, for me, like I, I was tearing up at the at the finale because just because of the character relationships yeah, I mean, and the way so it happened yeah. and, and, and the things that got revealed at the end. I was it, I was overwhelmed.
0: So it was super drama.
1: Then. Very drama. Oh. Yes. Super yeah. drama. Cool. So that one, I just highly, highly, highly recommend. And if you can get through <laughs> the season in a yeah. binge, it's, it's a good show. And so, like I said, there's there's all these other ones, you yeah. know, that...
0: So my number three, we're, we're crossing the streams now, is Archer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and and we, we've already talked about why Archer should be on the list. And I think... Uh, the, the key for me with Archer was that I didn't. I, I mean that my wife liked it because I I think Archer is pretty pretty highly R rated or or at least PG very PG thirteen ish yeah. rated mature very mature and my wife usually doesn't like the raunchy comedy and doesn't really like that the 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 the, um, the bro comedy and the raunchy stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, I'm an old redneck, so I like that stuff, sort sort of thing. But this hits it so well that even my wife likes it, and that means that the jokes are well written, and that the jokes, you know, people are thinking about. People are actually thinking about it. They're not just spewing off redneck jokes. This is something where the writing staff on this show is amazing, and. The cast on this show is also amazing. Amazing, sorry, uh, Aisha Tyler. Yeah. Oh my god! And uh, I'm sorry. Well,
1: H. John Benjamin just nails it every time he does something. Oh, yeah. Benjamin nails everything.
0: Yeah. And, and but everybody on the cast. is... All, and, and Pam. Yeah. I, I, oh, Pam. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't remember. Something
1: her. Greer, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. She is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and and. The, the, from the the first episodes with the dolphin puppet and
1: <laughs> it just it, she is so awesome. She has those zingers that just pop in like ten times an episode. You know. And not only that, she has
0: the best character arc of the whole thing. Right. Where it's like she's the HR thing, and then she's this badass fucking bitch. who's Oh like yeah, she's a, she's a street
1: fighter. Uh, yeah, it's just there's so much stuff about yeah. Pam that is so awesome That's, I really think the archer rivals or even bests the best seasons of the simpsons for like quality of jokes I, I agree. and writing yep. you know uh
0: I, I, and so that yeah it, it has to be number three on my list yeah um, we, and and now we beat Archer to death because we both <laughs> talked about yeah.
1: it. And then we started talking about it. I just I, want to watch some more Archer right now. <laughs> exactly.
0: I didn't think we'd talk about it again when yeah. I said my number three because yeah. we'd already talked about it and now we have. So yeah. let's let's hit the number two.
1: All right. My number two is the one that I knew you wouldn't like. Ah. Do you want to have a guess? Downton Abbey. That's the one that I decided against. Oh. Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is the one I put on.
0: so I will admit to not giving this enough of a chance to give you a a good opinion. Okay. I will admit that because I watched one episode and went, uh, maybe two episodes. I think we watched and I went,
1: yeah, right.
0: It's not hitting me in the
1: funny box. Yeah. Right. So to me though, it like, it's another one of these where it's like a joke a second. It's really smart it just hits it's firing the entire time there are some slower episodes that don't quite hit as well but to me this is comedy at its some of its finest and I just I you know Ellie Kemper you can't not like Ellie Kemper
0: I, I don't dislike her <laughs> I, the, the, the problem yeah. I had with the show int- being introduced to it was that um, it hit Every fucking stereotype in the first two episodes with a fucking sledgehammer so hard that I was just like, Really?
1: Interesting. Well, all right. Tired. But this, it was, this, right, but it's intentionally hitting those stereotypes. I know, but yeah. it was
0: not funny to me.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. You know, I wasn't
0: yeah. blind. And, and I, I've seen clips of stuff later yeah. from the show that actually were funny and I laughed at. Okay. Um, especially. Um, one of the, my main pain points in the first two episodes was the the gay black yeah, uh, Titus. roommate, right? Titus. Yeah. Uh, I've seen stuff that he's done on the show and outside of the show later where, fuck, that guy's funny. Okay. That guy is just fucking really, really funny. Yeah. But it didn't come across in those first few episodes. Okay. You know? And, and I was just like, yeah. it, you're just beating this fucking thing with a dead... Like, it's like you getting bigger hammers to beat the same thing and I'm like uh, <laughs> so I might need to give the show a better chance
1: or, or it may just not be your cup of tea
0: or it may not be
1: tea. either way to but me I I just wanna and I know it's it's already a popular show I don't need yeah, to call it out great. to people but it definitely is I think a, a hugely bingeable show
0: yeah and, yeah and like I said I I need to give it a better shot than I did because the first two episodes did not do it for me. Okay. My number two is the Marvel entry. Okay. Of, and it's um, Jessica Jones. hmm um, I wanted to put Daredevil on, but I actually did not like uh, Vincent Delfornio in Daredevil. I didn't either. Uh, but Daredevil was, was beautiful. Yeah. Very well choreographed. It was not as well scripted. Jessica Jones I don't think it did not have as good of a bad guy as Jessica Jones and honestly I love Kristen Ritter and I believe that Jessica Jones was the part that Kristen Ritter was born to play
1: yeah you get to one of those things where okay yeah she was great in Breaking Bad yeah she was successful in the the being in Apartment 23 or whatever I only saw one episode of that But, yeah, this is the one where it's like, oh, shit, she has arrived. Right. This is her role.
0: This casting was better than Iron Man. Better than uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. as Iron Man. This casting was better than Robert Downey Jr. as Mm. Iron Man. And I think Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man was the perfect casting. Yeah. This was better than perfect casting. And she pulled it off so well. Um th- th- all of the relationships she had in this show were fantastic. The supporting cast is incredible. Mm. And the best part about it is they're all unknowns. Right. You know, they're not uh they're they're not superstars and nothing. David Tennant was the only other one that was a major superstar and he was the bad guy. Right. Right? Like uh this this was and still is. I haven't seen Luke Cage yet. But this is the epitome of Marvel Universe to me. Better than any of the movies. Better than any of the, the other Daredevil and, and stuff. Punisher was good in Daredevil, but not this good.
1: As much as I love Daredevil, I think I have to agree. I think, I think Jessica Jones is, is the epitome so far of, yeah. of this thing. I mean, now, I rewatched Avengers 1 recently. And that's a fucking good movie. Avengers, <laughs> the oh, yeah, Avengers yeah, movie. The first Avengers movie, right. Yeah. It's like okay, the sequel, like the Avengers Ultron and yeah. Civil War and that stuff, eh. But like you know, people, people sh- you know, shat on them and I was like, oh, but they're pretty good. And then I rewatched Avengers. I was like, oh no. The first Avengers is a really good movie. And oh, the, the other one's Avengers
0: is, is a really good
1: pale movie. Pale in comparison. <laughs> Yeah, but, but but I mean,
0: the thing is, is that the, what the Marvel Universe has done in cinema, in yeah. television, in binge, and when I say binge, I mean Netflix, because I'm separating... I'm separating... Uh,
1: Shield. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. From... You know, yeah, oh, it's well, totally so. different universe. Yeah. yeah,
0: very different. But they've been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Right? And I still think that You know, if if somebody said you're going to a desert island, you've got one Marvel thing that you get to bring with you. I think the one Marvel thing I would bring with me is Jessica Jones.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't disagree with that.
0: Yeah, Um, it it was dark and gritty, but it was fun and light. Uh, It it, she,
1: yeah. The the only reason I didn't put any of that stuff on here is just. Because it is already well known. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, otherwise, my whole list would be that stuff. Yeah, well, and that was why I
0: said I <laughs> yeah. could only
1: allow myself
0: yeah. one Marvel <clears throat> entity on the list. Yep. And, and it was like, and that was a hard thing to pick through. Was like, do I put Daredevil? Do I put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do I put, you know, the Luke Cage that has just come out? Do right. I, do, what do I put? And it's like, I can't not put jessica jones just because it is just the best thing on on netflix right now just go watch it she
1: is the most complex character i think marvel's done in a cinematic way yeah Yeah. and and that's the thing she is that broken character you know hey siri turn the lights back on (laughs) Uh,
0: let me try that again hey siri turn on the lights There. <laughs> Sorry. Minor malfunction. Um, I'm leaving
1: yeah. this in, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: No worries. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, I, I, I was on the same side as you where I was like, oh, I don't want to put too many of the big ones on, but this one I had to go on.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Love it. So what's your number one? So number one, you know, with all these rules and stuff about where – originated or how well it's known and all this stuff it's like what's the number one thing I would want to binge watch ignoring all other things if I could take one des- again desert island yep. if I could just binge one thing on a desert island what is it going to be Firefly
0: so that's an interesting one I I you just high five with my wife watching us <laughs> do this podcast. And she told me to put that on my list. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm not going to put that on my list because it's, it's really not a bingeable thing. It's like, it's a thing of the past. It's like, and you know what? <laughs> like, I just got to fuck you for my wife. Um, if yeah. anyone's asking why Dave is laughing, but I cannot argue with that. Uh, um, ever since i saw it i got introduced to firefly by somebody recommending it to me on netflix and i so i got the first disc on netflix and this is just a long time ago i we were in the condo we were and we got the first disc and we put it in we played the first three episodes because the first one was a double episode and it was just like we could not put that disc back into the folder fast enough to get the next one here. And I had to go and rearrange my Netflix queue because back then there was no streaming, there's no mm-hmm. nothing. Um, you were abs. I can't argue this, but for me, the reason it didn't make my list at all was that Firefly is a staple on my server. It, I, right. I mean I have it ripped on my server And it's a staple there And it's just one of those things where it's like I don't binge watch this uh, This is one of those Non-guilty pleasures Of TV that I have on my server That I just uh, Anytime I want to f- sit back and go I just want to feel good I go watch Firefly mm-hmm. But I yeah. can't argue that it's, it's a good binge watching
1: <sighs> Yeah no, it's, it's fair. It's I mean, I, I, and I agree. I, I almost didn't put it on for just those reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's so classic that, but still, every time I introduce it to somebody, we just burn through the whole thing. Right. You know?
0: And I, I, I can't, yeah, I can't argue it at all. And you've already spoiled my number one. Okay. A long time ago. Like, before we started talking about the top fives, You've spoiled my <laughs> number one. And my number one is Breaking Bad. Ah. Because. Yes. Um, I was a latecomer to Breaking Bad. I, I came into Breaking Bad right before the last season because you guys, you and Matt were talking about it. And and we were actually in Orlando and watched a couple episodes. And I was like, the rating's pretty good. And it, it was completely out of context for me. Right? right. And I was like, all right, well, these guys said Breaking Bad's okay. And so I came home, and I sat down, and it was like, oh, this shit, this shit's all on Netflix. Fuck it ain't. So I started burning through this stuff on Netflix, and I watched nothing but Breaking Bad for however many weeks it took me to get through, like all five seasons of breaking bad and that's why it makes the top of my list because this was my introduction to binge watching mm. because i did not stop watching this show i watched nothing else i didn't do anything i skipped hockey <laughs> to watch this like i seriously i skipped watching hockey games sharks hockey games yeah to watch this I don't do that, right? And I just—I yeah. I, I was so hooked, I was so involved in this television show that I couldn't stop watching it. And I understand your rules and all that stuff. This broke all of those yeah. rules because it was my introduction to—I can't stop watching, I can't stop binging. This was the epitome of binging for me, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I told people. I told people the same thing that everybody who's watched Breaking Bad and knows Breaking Bad has told people. It's like, don't focus on the schoolteacher aspect. Don't focus on schoolteacher cooking meth aspect. Just start watching it and start listening to it and start watching the, the amazing cinematography, the amazing writing, and the amazing plot that goes through this television show and Give it a couple of episodes, you will you'll be down the rabbit hole, and you will never come up until it's done.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you put this on the list because it, I would have put that as my number one if I hadn't made se- that arbitrary rule that right. I just. Yeah. Yeah. It is phenomenal. It is the best thing to binge watch. It is amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and I would have probably done the same thing you did yeah. if it hadn't been my basically my gateway drug to binge watching. Right. You know, uh, it was my gateway drug. To to <laughs> uh, I there was nothing else on my mind, and and you know my wife was sitting beside me, going, "Yes, this was like uh, I had to sit through all of this stuff." I went to bed early because with my iPad because I didn't want to watch this stuff, and I just could get enough. It just
1: poured in the so eyes. You never got into this. Uh, I'm not. You know? I'm not into it at all. <laughs> Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I I thought I I still to this day challenge anyone to tell me a better television show. Yeah, uh, it, I it's, mean it's it's it has a start, <sighs> it has a middle, it has an end, it has
1: it's epic,
0: epic. It's it's got so many twists and turns and plots yeah. and and things and and and. Unlike so many television shows, they didn't say, yeah, maybe we can squeeze one more season in. Right. They just said, no, we're done. This is it. We've we've written this. This is how we're going to do it. They made changes, of course. I mean, the Jesse Pinkman character was supposed to die in the first season. I wish he would have. Um, hmm. But all in all, they told the story arc and they just shut it down and it was like, it was brilliant. Like, uh, we, I have not seen TV told this well. And the reason The Expanse is on my list is that I'm hoping they stay true to the novelizations and they have this arc and they do that. Uh, because I think that The Expanse has a really good chance to become the next Breaking Bad. I know you don't think so. We'll see. It's the Breaking Bad of sci-fi,
1: maybe? Sure, maybe. (laughs) um,
0: But anyway, that is our list. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got...
1: Oh, and just to add on to that, not only did they tell their complete story with Breaking Bad, but then they went back and did two seasons of a prequel about a side character, Better Call Saul, that is at least as good as Breaking Bad... Like, how does that happen? Yeah.
0: Well, it happens because you get the same crew doing right. the same thing, right? And it's, it's the third season of Breaking uh, Better Call Saul has come. Yeah. And Better, I went into Better Call Saul thinking, all right, so they're going to take a lighter spin on this. Right. They're going to take, you know, uh, the, it's it's going to be more of a comedy thing. No. No. No, no, no this is just it's like. Just
1: it, it's just as dark.
0: It's just as dark. It's just as visceral, it's just as kick you in the nuts as breaking bad ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My wife just gave <laughs> me a weird look. I think it was the All kick you right. in the nuts comment. Yeah,
1: there we Well, it did. All right. Anyway, so let's get into our, our let's get into honorable our mentions. Our honorable mentions here.
0: So, I'm going to start with a few of them, and then I'll go back to you. Um, we've already talked about a few of mine which is Daredevil, mm-hmm. because another Marvel property. Sherlock, we talked about that because... Well, Sherlock is... Honestly, I'll be, I'll be real honest. I couldn't get past the first episode of season three, but now that there's a season four, I'm going to have to go back through season three because uh, the first episode of season three really disappointed me because they didn't explain shit about that. Okay, fair enough. Okay. And so I kind of fell off of it and mm-hmm. I did I, I was I was so disappointed I didn't even watch the rest now I need to watch the rest to see what season before is um Orange is the New Black right and the reason this is even talked about is because I will admit that when I came up with the idea to do this show Orange is the New Black was the first thing that popped in my head interesting because it was the second probably the second show that I really actually binge watched and it was really the second show that I binge watched with my wife where her and I had the same opinion was like this should not be this good <laughs> this, yeah. should, this, this is a yeah this show the premise of this show is so stupid and this should <laughs> not be this good
1: and, and again this is one that I, I agree like I I've, I've binged through that whole thing right. every season I only left it off because it is so well-known.
0: Right. Yeah. It, 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 and it, exactly. And that was, it, it, the reason it makes my honorable mentions list is because it was it was that bingeable thing. Yeah. Where it was like, uh, do you want to watch the next one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, all right. So let's go back to you for, for a couple of yours.
1: So uh, the top of my honorable mentions are the other um, Marvel stuff that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotham
0: interesting
1: so So I I found really hard to not put that on my top five because Gotham for me is amazing I think it is the best depiction that we have yet of these characters really yes because
0: everything I've read is the exact opposite
1: no it is a fantastic show it basically takes the Batman mythos and lore, yeah. of course, of course, minus thirty years or whatever, yeah, um, and shows the origin stories of a lot of these characters. But it also, like, the Batman. Uh, let's face it, DC is ridiculous. Yeah, DC well. is a big pile of doo craziness. Right, oh, shit. and especially the Batman stuff. So S- Superman, uh, Superman to one side, Batman, like the Batman character by himself, is kind of interesting, but right. he's surrounded by a circus of clown characters, right? And that's that's always been the problem. And that's always been the thing. But that's the thing with Gotham is that it takes all these characters and takes them seriously, and, See, and, and, and gives them a grounded. I mean, they're still kind of crazy, but oh, it, that's like what Nolan
0: did, right? It's like, it's like yeah,
1: but it yeah, it's, it's yeah. To a certain extent, Nolan did the same thing, but this one, I I feel like, and it's it's sort of like yeah, it's not cinematic as Nolan. It's TV, yeah, you know. Of
0: but course, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very different. It's
1: medium. a different medium, and it's a different feel. But man, that Jim Gordon character is fucking, like, Kiefer Sutherland in 24. He is like the rock. He is like, this is the guy you depend on. This is your, this is your guy. Right. right? And, like, everything around him is going to shit, right? And there's crazy characters. But you can see how the Riddler becomes the Riddler. And you can see how so-and-so becomes whatever. And holy crap, like, things are going nuts. But it's dealt with in such a way that it's believable. You know, so I really like Gotham to me is my favorite DC adaptation by far. What? Well, that's not saying that much. It isn't. Yeah. No, it isn't because DC adaptations are kind of crap most well, of the time. <laughs> most,
0: most of DC is shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, that, that, that. Is and also because
1: I don't, I haven't read much of DC, so I don't really know the origins sure. of these characters. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not bouncing it off of anything. Right.
0: Well, and yeah. and I don't either, and and I don't care. But but that is just like that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say anything that would drive me to actually go and watch Gotham because yeah. most of what I read about Gotham is that it's just this messy shit show. Really? Of crap. Yeah. I'm just reading. I mean, this is just me reading like snippets and stuff, uh, and everybody that has is invested in DC says sure. it's this messy. And there was a there was a, also the controversy with uh, Poison Ivy where she was a kid at, at one point, and now she's this sex pot and whatever. I don't know th- this.
1: Yeah. She's still a kid. Third, Three seasons in, she's still a kid. So I don't know what's going on.
0: Uh, yeah, the fourth season, she's a teenager or something
1: older. I don't no, know. I just watched the latest premiere, She's Still a Kid. Oh, uh, um, really? Yeah.
0: Huh. Well, anyway, I have no idea yeah. what I'm talking about because yeah, I don't
1: watch it. Anyway, highly recommend.
0: I will try that out. Yeah.
1: Uh, so there's that. Um, Hannibal. I really... Struggle with putting Hannibal on the list because, yeah, it's amazing. I have, but h- I can't recommend it to everybody because it is deeply disturbing.
0: Yeah. So that's one of the things where I haven't watched it mostly because of what my wife was doing right now <laughs> and, and going ah yeah. But um,
1: I am amazed this went on network television. Like this was an ABC show. Yeah. And it is. Like, pretty visceral way more visceral and explicit than the movies yeah right and I feel and, and as much as I love Anthony Hopkins and his portrayal of Lecter I feel like Mads Mikkelsen did it better because, that's what I've heard because so with with Silence of the Lambs especially once he's already captured he doesn't have to hide anymore right he can be as crazy as he wants to be yeah. and and fucking Hopkins nailed it right mm-hmm. With Mickelson, this is most of it, the first season or two takes place before he gets captured. So he is still like doing all this stuff on the side. Right. But then working with the police to catch other yeah. murderers. And he's got to keep all of it hidden. Yeah. And it is fantastic. His interactions with the Will Graham character, you know, because you can see how he sucks the Will Graham character in right. to what we get from the you know, red yep. dragon mm-hmm. story. And it is unbelievably well done. And, and Mads is just such a
0: creepy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, I'm just, as I'm just saying this as an actor, not as a human being, because I'm sure as a human, I'm sure he's so,
1: great. He's yeah, but, <laughs> he's dude, but he, wonderfully creepy actor. He does this creepy
0: yeah. thing. And that's why I'm looking forward to Dr. Strange.
1: Because oh yes.
0: He's the bad guy in Dr. Yeah. Strange. and, and he does creepy so well. He's going to do, ah, uh, just.
1: And I don't, don't know, boo, about the Doctor Strange. I've never not read any of I, the comics, so.
0: Benedict Cumberbuck and yep. Mads Bickelson and Tilda Swinton. And I'm like, and, oh, and.
1: And Chippitywa Chippitypoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I'm
1: like, you said it, not me. <laughs> That's my best pronunciation I can do. <laughs> Whatever. Yes,
0: but but him, yes. The, the agent. Yes, from, the agent. Uh, from <laughs> Serenity. Serenity. Um, yeah. Uh, it, this is just... It, the cast is amazing. I'm looking forward to the movie. Yes. Sir. But that's just way rat-holing. But this is a Neo-Zaz show, so we can rat Exactly. All we want. Uh, that's what we do, do.
1: So that's some of my list. Do you want to do some of yours?
0: Sure. Uh... Bob's Burgers.
1: Yeah, I binged some of that, and I can totally see why people love it, and I think it's a great show, but for some reason, the voices and the characters great on me, and I just couldn't keep watching it.
0: Okay, I can get that, yeah. but oh my God, I oh. love this show, and yeah. I, I, I love the, the character with the bunny ears. It's my <laughs> she is such. she's funny awesome she's every,
1: every voice actor on that is brilliant oh they're great yeah um, and the writing is brilliant just, just for some reason it's like King of the Hill I just yeah. can't watch it
0: uh, and I'm with you on King of the Hill it mm. doesn't resonate with me either but Burgers resonates with me yeah. so well I just <laughs> it's like every time it pops up on my DVR I'm like immediately like oh I must watch my, my best one. Um, it's just oh God Louise is great I love her and I love every character on this show they most awesome part of this was when they did the Archer
1: the crossover, crossover. was really funny yes, yeah that
0: was really yeah funny. um but yeah, Bob's Burgers, definitely on my short list. Um, Agents of Shield, we yeah, talked about this. I
1: had that on my short list at some point. It fell off, but yes,
0: yeah. Agents of Shield. I originally ditched it in the first season, and I, I'm now that I'm watching it again, I don't know why. Because, well, no, I do know why. Because the hype and the Joss Whedon was like. Well, I'm not seeing the Joss Whedon because he's not really... He's he's a producer. They they put his name on it.
1: Tangentially involved. Yeah, yeah,
0: they put his name on it to get people to watch.
1: And the hype completely
0: overrode what the show was about. But now that I'm watching it without the hype and all that stuff, it's a really good show. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to catching up on all the stuff that I've been missing. Mm -hmm. And it's still running, which is great for me because now I get to go like, okay, I need to catch up and figure and I've been avoiding spoilers like crazy because I've I, I saw that that um uh what's his name uh
1: Grant Grant Ward no, no.
0: the the um Flaming Skull dude
1: oh Red Skull no no, no
0: Flaming Skull
1: Flaming Skull oh Ghost, Ghost Rider
0: Ghost Rider is back A Ghost Rider is in this season oh. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. oh and huh. and so He's, and it's the new ghost rider, the guy that's driving the charger. So I'm like <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm all over this okay? I know've been avoiding every other spoiler other than the announcement of this. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to catching up.
1: Yeah, it's a good show. So ben but it's work. also like it's TV and it's not quite like Netflix Marvel TV. It's good and gotta love Agent Colson. He is like he ties yes. that show together. You know, there's some of the other characters are more or less strong and weak, but just like with him there, and Agent mm-hmm. May, yep, the like the rest of it is great. Agent
0: May, yeah, my yeah. my wife just pointed at Agent May. <laughs> yeah, and, and, but the thing, Good my stuff. point is that it's binge worthy because it is binge-worthy. we sit and watch three, four episodes at a time, and they're almost an hour long, mm-hmm. and then she goes to bed, and I can't watch anymore because if I do, she's gonna. Like, chop my notes off. Yeah, she already gave me the... Symbol. Um, Walking Dead.
1: That was another one on my long list. But it's like, yes, everyone knows about The Walking Dead. If you're not watching it already, you should be. Definitely yeah, do that. But
0: it's yeah. been great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say the second season's hard to get through.
1: Yeah, some of the season's better than others. Yeah,
0: but most, for the most part, other than the second season where they're yeah. perpetually on the farm, it's, it's pretty... Pretty binge-worthy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is the ringer on the list for me is Sense8.
1: Okay. Um, I tried to watch that, and I couldn't. Like, really? I, I watched the first episode, and, and maybe some of the second, and I was bored shitless, and I had to stop. And even, I wanted to watch it because my friend is in it. My friend Ari. Yeah? She's an extra in episode seven or something okay. of the first season. She's like a barista. Oh, okay. She, and I watched that three, three sec, 30 seconds of that episode. I don't know. And I've heard that, if you watch the whole first season, the ending is really good and it makes it worthwhile. But man, after the first episode or two, I was like, I can't give a fuck about this.
0: Hmm. So the, I can understand that actually, because the the first the first couple of episodes are tough to get through because you really don't know what the fuck is going on, right? Right? Yeah. And I thought they did a good enough job of of keeping interest and keeping the cliffhangers of each things going on that you kind of wanted to get to know what, yeah. what's going on. But I can see how somebody could get bored with that. Yeah. However, once you get into like episode four or five ish and the things start melding together and, um, I just thought that, you know, all of these people getting to come together and use each other's talents to to, to work their way out of each other's problems and things really started to get interesting. Mm-hmm. And then once that part gets over, where where they're actually just, like, doing that sort of, oh, yeah, we're using each other and blah, and then the whole, you know, other plot point gets starts getting going... Um, yeah, I, I thought Sunset was very underrated, and I'm glad they got a second season. I'm hoping that it leads into a third.
1: Yeah, they've been shooting around San Francisco this, this summer.
0: Yep. So, back to you.
1: Okay, so... Um, have you ever heard of one of a show called Party Down? No. Okay, it's... Uh, it's a... Do you know... Oh, what's the guy's name? Adam... Oh, I can't think of his last name. Very funny actor. He's on uh, Parks and Rec. Um, <clears throat> can't think of his last name. Adam something. But, so, this this show, I think they did one or two seasons. It's about four or five people that work for a catering company. Okay. And so they do, they just, like, yeah. work all these catering jobs. And it's, like, uh, Martin Starr is in it. Okay. And, um... I forget all the names of the people but it's really funny it's like this group of five people and you know none of them really want to be there right. you know and they're all trying to do it's other catering. things and it's catering and blah 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 um, but it is really funny it's kind of like the league or whatever it's like, it's like a really funny okay. group of people that interact with each other really well um, and they pull in these interesting guest stars um, so definitely worth a watch and again, it's only one or two seasons, so you can binge it really yeah, fast. It. And they're all like 22 minutes or something. Uh, Downton Abbey.
0: Yeah. Well, we already talked about that. We already that talked about bit. that. Yep.
1: Um, the League. You
0: know, The League escaped my list because I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, but I originally watched The League with you and Matt. Yeah. And I was like, huh, <laughs> And then the more I watched of it, the more I was like, okay, this is, yeah, yep, 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 and then it's like... Right. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, oh, Breaking Bad and Luther, which is another one of the British ones. So, yeah, so I think we covered all my...
0: On my short list is Eastbound and Down, because, oh my God, that is funny as fuck. Uh, just... They kept making them and making them and making them, and they were backed by popular demand, which is really the reason that I think it's infinitely bingeable. And the last on my list is one of, another one of the major obvious ones, which is House of Cards.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Again, that right, it was just, just major, obvious that I yeah, left it off, but I had exactly. that on my list, and
0: yeah, um, and I couldn't I couldn't leave it off my list because I want to talk about Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey in House of Cards is ultimate Kevin Spacey. Yeah. This is like the role he was born to play. He's done infinite stuff that I absolutely love. Um, I think that K-Pax was probably the best Kevin Spacey I've ever seen. And this is tops it. I think House Mm -hmm. of Cards tops it. But, again... It's. It was one of the obvious ones that I had to, to knock off my. I had a couple of of obvious ones on my list, but this was one that just was an easy fall off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's an obvious one. Everyone should already be watching it, but yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: All right. So that wraps us up. Thank you again for listening to Best of Fives with NeoZaz. Um, this is the show that well everyone has an opinion and everyone has an asshole. Um, Wait, what? (laughs)